0: hello everyone and uh, welcome to this week's 10 minute country it's episode 73 uh, so we're going to hit the 100 this year that's my uh, that's my goal to hit 100 podcasts in uh, 2021 and uh, today's podcast is an interesting one for me because one of the most interesting country music albums um, has been released last friday um, and there's a lot to talk about. And the album that we're referring to is uh, Morgan Wallen's Dangerous album, the the double album. There's 30 songs on this album. And if you live in the States um, and you can go to Target, you can get a version with 32 songs on. And I gave my thoughts on the yeah, uh, the braveness of releasing a 30, 32 track um, album on Lyric Magazine um, on release day, and it got it's got really nice feedback. Actually, my my review and my feelings about this album. Uh, if you haven't read that review, head over to LyricMagazine.co.uk and click on the review section, or Google Morgan Wallen Dangerous album review, Lyric Magazine, and uh, it'll come up. Um, Basically, I went down the line of saying that with this release, you know, his record label, Big Loud, are sort of asking you to choose the the Morgan Wallen that that you want, you know, like those old adventure books from the 70s and 80s where you all start off reading on the first page, but you make the decisions going through the book and end up, You know, at a different conclusion to the person sitting next to you reading the same book. Uh, And I feel this album is a little bit like that. There are four artists at play here on this Morgan Wallen album. And, you know, they're not always mutually exclusive either. Um, You know, he's only, is he 27? Morgan's 27, I think. So he's got time. But at some point, he's going to have to nail his colours. To a mast as to which country music artist he's gonna be. And he's gonna to need to find a tribe and a, and a fan base that grows old with him. Um in a way that say artists like Tim McGraw also have. The interesting thing to me about Morgan Wallen's Dangerous album is that there are, there's a chunk of songs in the second part of the album that are lazy country music, upbeat redneck songs that I think might well hold Morgan Wallen back from being the artist that he could well go on to be if that's the route that he chooses to stick with So that's what the podcast is about today. Is the expectation and the boundaries of country music going to be too confining and restricting to Morgan Wallen? Is it going to hold him back? For me, the best song on the album is Sand In My Boots. It's the best, worst opener to an album that I've ever heard. And by that, I mean... It's such a wonderful, beautiful song. If the Eagles had recorded that song 15 years ago, it would be on the, the plethora of Eagles' greatest hits um, that there seems to always be coming out every year. But so, so Sand In My Boots is an absolutely gorgeous song, interestingly written by uh, Ashley Gawley and Josh Osborne with Hardy. And I liked it. Hardy's um, debut album that came out last year, A Rock, and I interviewed him over the phone, and he was a smashing guy, really intelligent, well thought out guy. So I'm not surprised that Hardy has been involved in what to me is the best song on Dangerous. But conversely, Hardy has also been involved in what I consider to be the worst songs on Dangerous. And those are there's a run of songs from Still Going Down which is the opening song on disc two or track 16 for the streamers. He also co-wrote Be A Don't. He co-wrote something country. Um, There are other songs around there as well, like Rednecks, Red Letters, Red Dirt, Country Ass Shit, uh, which are just really, really lazy, cliched. Look at my accent. Listen to my accent. Ride in my truck, drink my beer, look at them girls. Uh, Just lazy, cliched southern songs that really hold the album back. Now, at 30 songs, you don't need every song to be brilliant. You know, what I've done on my Spotify playlist is I have cut 12 songs and made a sort of 17, 18 track playlist that for me is my Morgan Wallen. And that's the Eagles side of Morgan Wallen. It's the Chris Stapleton side of Morgan Wallen when he's, you know, singing songs like Wondering About the Wind or The Only Thing That's Gone or Quitting Time. Um, I I like the modern version of Morgan Wallen when he's singing stuff like Wasted On You or Warning. Um, I love uh, Heartless as well. Um, Interestingly, that's a Ryan Hurd. Ryan Hurd's involved in that one. So my Morgan Wallen is the Eagles, Chris Stapleton, modern version of Morgan Wallen. I do not want the lazy southern redneck version of Morgan Wallen that you can find on a lot of the songs in the second part of the disc. And my worry is, going forward, that Morgan's going to be pressured into releasing more of that sort of lazy... Uh, mini me of Florida, Georgia line, you know, at a time when Florida, Georgia line are just about to be no longer Florida, Georgia line, because I think they feel they've run the course of what they can keep continuing uh, to put out there. I'm worried that the expectations and the boundaries of country music are going to insist that Morgan Wallen takes over from where Florida, Georgia line are leaving off. The problem is at twenty-seven, Morgan's still, you know, a young guy, and and he's going to be touring arenas relatively soon, and he's going to need some up-tempo stuff because you can't be sitting at a piano playing, you know, eleven versions of Sand in My Boots uh, for a big arena crowd. And I get that, I get that he has to have some up-tempo stuff, but some of the some of the more modern songs on there, like Your Bartender. Um, are up tempo need a boat is about as country ass shit as a song can get in country music that's a morgan co wrote that with hillary lindsay and that is an awesome song because it doesn't shove the repetitive tropes of being southern down your neck like stuff like Rednecks does or uh, something country or country ass shit that's what i object to is that just overwhelming repetitiveness of, I'm from the South, I've got a Southern accent that makes me sound dumb, I've got the mullet, I've got the cut-off um, shirts, I drink beer, I look at girls, I ride in trucks. I mean, for God's sake, Spotify is full of lazy country music from people who haven't even got record labels that can pedal that sort of thing. Morgan is going to be a better artist than that. I interestingly heard him interviewed on um, the Bobby Bones radio show last Friday, and he said that he struggles to write up-tempo songs and that writing something you know, like those mini-me of Florida Georgia Line songs doesn't come naturally to him. He has to force himself to do it, and he has to be in the mood. So this is a plea to Morgan Wallen, and this is a plea to Big Loud Records and the people who are going to look after his career going forward You know, have the bravery to let him be the artist that I think he's going to be. He's going to be the artist that records stuff like Sand in My Boots. He's going to be the artist singing Wondering About the Wind or The Only Thing That's Gone. He's going to be the artist looking at, you know, retro stuff like Seven Summers. There's going to be the modern stuff in there that he does really well. And there's going to be the quitting time and the living the dream. Um, side of Morgan Wallen as well what we need to jettison fairly soon in his career so that he doesn't get confined and restricted by the boundaries of this actually quite conservative genre we need to jettison that mini me Florida Georgia line southern redneck side which is cliched and lazy and uncreative, and has been done a thousand, thousand times before. Thank you for listening to today's 10 Minute Country. It's actually almost been 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin.